Episode 142 is here, everybody, with the UFC heavyweight champ, Stipe Miocic. And really appreciate Stipe coming on to talk about a lot of different topics outside of fighting. We did cover some fighting. We also talk about family. We talk about life, COVID, training, uh, human trafficking, his new podcast, a lot of different things. And uh, uh, I really enjoyed this half-hour-long conversation, and I have no doubt that you will as well. So uh, here it comes. But before we get there... Please, if you haven't yet, click subscribe, join the family, join the podcast. We're everywhere, whether you're subscribing on Apple uh, or Spotify or somewhere else. Just subscribe, join, follow, and we really appreciate it. I also appreciate the continued growth. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, share the episode. Share it with a friend, uh, a family member, somebody that you care about. That's the best form of advertisement that I can get is the word of mouth advertisement from this community. So, Again, thank you guys for your support. Uh, appreciate the continued five-star ratings that are coming in on Apple Podcasts and uh, everything else in between. Thank you so much. So with that said, folks, here he comes. Please sit back, relax, and welcome the one and only Stipe Miocic. The Optimal Life. Stipe, what's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? Good, good, man. We were just talking a little bit beforehand about life and kids and daycares and potty training what's 2020 been like you know being a parent of, of a young little child uh, you know it's um it's nice because you're with them all the time you know at times it's crazy but uh, but uh you know honestly i enjoy it i love being with my daughter and my wife and you know always trying to find something to do and you know after a while though she they kind of it's not getting complacent but kind of you are and, and your daughter or your child kind of just you know, it's the same routine every day, so we had to change up. So we got her like in a, it's a daycare school. So she goes a couple of times a week just to change it up. So, because, you know, she has different authority and she has to listen to them. And, mm-hmm. you know, they do a lot of cool stuff, man. They do like, they learn Spanish, they do yoga. I mean, it's pretty, pretty intense. Wow. Yeah. And these are such critical years for these kids growing up. And I've got young ones at home too. And that the biggest thing for me is I don't mind so much the homeschooling, re- working remote. Um, when it comes to the the studying and that kind of stuff, the thing that gets me is the kids are not being socialized. Now yours is she's only two and a half, so the good thing is she's able to go and, and get socialized. Some of these kids though can't go to school and they're missing out a full year of being amongst other kids their own age. Yeah, you know that's one thing we wanted to get her you know out there just so she can socialize. You know, and you know, with everything going on, it's just tough too with your friends that have kids and. You're trying to meet up with them, we 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 you know we, we do is just it's it's tough because like yeah. you know there's all the precautions you have to do and like we still want to be safe. We don't you know we're not better than anyone else. You know we want to follow the rules, but at the same time we do want to still go out there and you know live our life and enjoy it. So but you know that's why we got her at school so she could socialize and you know and she's a great kid. She's she's even for before you know COVID and then COVID hit for a little bit. She uh, she was still social like with anyone. She just saw kids. She was. Never awkward around her. She, she loves all kids, and it's pretty. It's pretty nice to see. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Um, so you know, everyone. When I had my first, everyone was always saying, "Once the twelve month mark hit, or the eighteen month mark, everyone's always going." And I'm sure you get this. All right, when's number two? When's number two yeah. coming? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, the minute she was born, like, when's number two? Yeah, like, exactly. Jesus, we just had the first one. Yeah, you know? <laughs> break. You know. So we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, we're we're trying, of course. And, Nice. You know, we'll see what happens if you know if we get blessed with another one. With another one, awesome. If not, yeah, it is what it is. But listen, we're we're blessed with this one. Yeah, you know, she's our baby. But if we get another one, even better. I heard you talking about her on your new podcast, 
you've got a new podcast out with your buddies called Just Awkward uh, Buddies. Yeah, Jabs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I heard you talking about her on the first episode and talking about how she's she's already punching you pretty hard. Yeah, she's a she's a little she's a, she's a tough girl. She uh, she definitely has my mentality. She's uh very uh very strong minded and really resilient. She doesn't give up easy, and I see she gets that for me a lot. And uh, we try to retrain her for taking naps and sleeping in her bed at night. And she literally fought the nap for three hours. And she stood there standing up in her crib crying when she was younger. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. mm-hmm. so I said a little over it, and then nah. But yeah, she uh, she but she's a good kid. She doesn't go out there and just be all be our kids or punch them. She she actually had her first little little squabble, you would say, at a daycare the other day. She uh, was sitting there. She had something, and then one kid wanted a toy, and the kid just wanted it. So the kid, the girl walked up and just pinched her cheek. Like, Mila wasn't even trying to fight her. She just didn't, didn't even know what she was doing, and she pinched her. And she didn't do anything. She kind of just looked in shock, like, why would you do that to me? You know? And uh, so it's a good thing, you know, she, uh, but she she beats me up, so she likes beating me up a lot. She, you know, yeah. smacks me around and jumps on my head and thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. What was the motivation for you guys? It sounded like you guys have been talking about starting this podcast for a few years already. Uh, what was the motivation behind it? Uh, you know, I, I was always listening to podcasts, and I, I like them. You know, I don't listen listen to them all the time. But the one thing I do is uh, podcasts. I thrive on when I'm on them, and so we were actually the, my two other buddies, uh, Jamie and John, they're on the show with me. We're driving to Chicago to go to the World Series. It was Game Five, I believe, in Chicago, and I was like, hey guys, you know what we should do? We should like we should start a podcast because the whole trip we legit just talked and yeah. we didn't have any like odd breaks. It's just nonstop, like just a bunch of high school adolescent girls talking. It was funny. And we didn't stop. I go, man, we have some good banter. We should definitely start a podcast. And they're like, yeah. So that was four years ago. And then uh, <laughs> just everything happening. And then, you know, past manager said it was a good idea. It's too much to do, this and that. And then. Uh, we, I got. I finally said, "I'm screw it. I'm doing it." Because I talked to people, and they said it was a lot easier than you, than you thought. And yeah, and then they told me, "I'm like, yeah, dude, it's actually really easy." <laughs> and so they just, the old manager didn't want to do it. And so we uh, <clears throat> we started, and then luckily I'm with Vayner Sports now. And the first thing they said to me, Gary V said, "Hey, you should start your own podcast." I said, "Thank you very much." Uh, and yeah, so here we are now. We finally, finally, finally I'm, I'm, I'm only four years later. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just needed that push. You needed that people, somebody in your corner to say, "Yeah, this is a good idea." You yeah, obviously it's, knew it was it's a, a good great idea. Man to have in your corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You knew it was a good idea, and then when the, the the main guy in media tells you to do it, you're like, "Oh, okay. I knew that." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny and it's fun. You know, we we do it once, twice a week. You know, we just when we feel like some comes up, I mean, we we talk a lot about last sports, but we talk about just more stuff in general, and yeah. we're actually going to more interact more with like the people that listen to us. We, you know, everybody got. It's called bad advice. It could be good advice, but probably for us it's bad. So you could write in and ask us, you know, how to, how to spend your money, you know, love a relationship, <laughs> or, you know, just have fun with it, you know. Yeah. That's and uh, great. so we, 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 you know, just because like people want to interact, too. they feel like they want to be part of something too, and I, that's why I think uh, you know, where, where we, you know, where we would thrive at. No doubt, uh, and you could tell you guys obviously, it's easy when you're with people that you know and you're comfortable with. It's easy to have those conversations. You could you could hear it in the first episode. I actually think I met uh, your buddy John. They call him Chewy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I met him recently at a Halloween party this year, uh, this couple months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you did actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, I, I forget where it was at. at uh, Derek was and Nicole. Derek about. and Nicole's house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um. 
So yeah, I think you guys have a great, great uh, rapport, and obviously it gets better and better. You're 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 natural. You've been doing this for a while. It'll get even easier for those guys too as they get more comfortable with it. Uh, yeah, you know what? John's got a great voice. You know, he talks well. He's uh, and uh, <clears throat> he uh, he does really well. And then my Jamie, he's a pretty kind of producer guy. He uh, he thrives in that man. He loves the technology. He loves everything about it. We actually got a new camera. Well, not new, but a camera now. It's called Amiibo. So he's all excited about that. It's getting pretty neat how you can just like flip from angles for the camera you can preset them so it's, it's gonna be pretty nice so you guys are gonna have a video component as well yeah yeah right. that's the one the main thing we want to do but we want to like just start the audio first and then now we're gonna move to video so we have like a youtube clips and stuff like that yeah one of the things before we get back to the kids thing um one of the things you said in that in that first episode which i thought was really cool was when you brought the belt back from brazil and you took it to the bar tell tell, tell the tell the people a little bit about that story if you would yeah, you know, we got back and we went back to the local bar we always go to, and I literally walked in. All my friends, I just threw the belt on the bar and I walked in and had a good time. <laughs> How <laughs> fucking <laughs> awesome is that? God, everyone had to be going crazy. That had to be such a cool moment. Yeah, honestly, it was. Uh, it was so much fun. Honestly, it was just. It was great to be home, back home, you know, and get to see you know my friend, my family, and friends, and just enjoy and just soak it up and just like I said, enjoy the moment and just you know it was. It wasn't just me though, you know, everyone invested time in me they, they understand what I do and I just you know appreciate them they didn't even care about the word I think they were more happy that I was okay and safe and I yeah. was back home yeah they're calling him champ they can call him champ now champ the champ here <laughs> um, one of the things you did mention was the, the, the trolls that are out there and uh, yeah. I thought that was interesting too because you're like hey listen you can come at me you can come at my friends whatever but when you start talking about my family and you start saying mean shit about my kids there's a line. I mean, there's got to be. This. I don't know what to do about this type of stuff, but how do you how do you handle that when someone's coming at you like that, talking about your daughter? I mean, it's it happened one time, and like I'm, I'm, I know where the guy lives, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'll find him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm uh, not gonna threaten him, but I'm gonna say, all right, you know, something to say to me, say it to me now, you know. Yeah, it's just crazy. But it's, I just, yeah, I mean, like, I, don't, I don't care. You can say what you want about me. You can, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? But just not talk about my family, especially my daughter. Now that you've got a daughter, uh, one of the things that we're both interested in is this fight against human trafficking and, and yes. child, child children trafficking. And uh, it looks like you guys have really taken an interest with our rescue. I think it's uh, Operation Underground Railroad. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, what's your what is your ta- uh, thoughts on the on this craziness? Because I didn't even know this really this shit still existed until recently. Yeah, it's it, it's huge. It's it's like really really big, you know. And you know, with Tim Ballard, he uh, you know that man's that man's a, just an angel and, and an absolute savage at the same time. And you know, uh, we you know with everything going on, COVID, we were supposed to see had a movie coming out. We're going to go watch pre you know, pre whatever you want to call it before it came out and. Um, pre-screening and then you know with everything going on it's been tough so we, we, we're going to get into it more just once everything calms down and settles down a little bit more and we can travel and do all that you know we'll be a lot more involved and you know I think it's just it's a great cause and you know that man's an amazing man yeah I saw I saw a stat recently that there's two million children that have been I think uh, worldwide that were trafficked this past year uh-huh. I mean dude I, I just that's the type of stuff that I lose sleep uh, at night it's just I can't and and it doesn't necessarily mean that these are kids that are necessarily kidnapped even correct I mean it's everything I mean kidnapped 
did they run away? You know, kids that you know choose that. I mean, it's just it just it's a lot of craziness. You know, it just it's everything. You know, and just uh, it just but I'm there to like you know I just want to help out because it's such a great cause and just you know some of these kids that get taken out of a situation that you know they they didn't even know you know and just I want them to be back and stop all this craziness. Yeah, I mean, and they're being they're being groomed from such a young age. It's almost like they they don't even know any different. When they become yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about that. Just when you're a kid too, when you're a kid, you know, think about that when you're learning something, and you know, you just felt like that was the way. Way you know, I mean, you just because you don't know any better, you you, you don't because you're so young and new, and everything everything you see is new. And you know, now when you're older, you know, you know, you've been there, done that. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's kind of scary. Are you friendly with Tim Ballard or just from afar? Well, yeah, we just you know with messaging and stuff like that. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm personally. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. His profile has been raised a lot. I see he's close with uh, um, Anthony Tony Robbins. I think he's really boosted his platform. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I just I just wanted to uh, and listen. If you guys do anything, please uh, let me know. I'd love to get involved in some fashion in twenty twenty one. Hopefully, we can get back to some in person events. I think so. I think by summer we'll be you know, back to like almost back tomorrow. Would you take the uh, vaccine? I uh, will see. You know, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll just see how everything goes. You know, I mean, like like you said, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like buying a new iPhone. You know, you don't want the first one, the first or a car. You know, you want the first generation. Wait till the second <laughs> to get out the yeah. kinks. <laughs> well, I saw somebody post on a Facebook the other day saying, "In ten years from now, if you got the vaccine, you're going to get that thing. If you got that COVID nineteen vaccine, you may be entitled to compensation." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. so, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that that's actually pretty great. Yeah, I was actually I did see that. I was actually yeah, laughing. I was I laughed at that. <laughs> uh, everyone knows you're a Cleveland guy. I mean, what's your take on this uh, uh, Cleveland baseball team? I'll call them. You know, I mean, it sucks. You know, I, I just but I get it. You know, I actually talked about it. we had our podcast last night. And we okay. we did an episode and we talked about it. Like I get it. You know, and and I got you know of course I don't know like you know I'm not Indian so I I can't you know say what you mean like I have my Right, my, my my two cents of saying it, but like it's not where they came from, so I, I don't understand, you know. And you know, I, I, I but I get it, you know, I do get it, and it's okay. And, and one guy says it's time for a change, and I said, you know what, you're right, it is time for a change. He's like, I just don't want it to be a guitarist. Like, Fair enough, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and then, uh, but yeah, I get it. You know, I think <clears throat> I get where they're coming from too. But at the same time, I looked at, it, I said, like, we're like, you know, you're 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 you're, you're showing them love. Like, hey man, look at it. you know, like, we're, we're proud. That you are Indians, and you know what I mean, and yeah. it just—but I, I, I get where they're coming from. It, it, it's you know, it, you know, like my buddy said, it's time for a change. And I'm like, hey, you know what? You're right. Move on. So I hope they call us spiders. That'd be kind of cool. I, you know, what? I I agree with what you're saying too. I understand it from the fans' point of view, the people that don't understand the sensitivity behind it. We we want the Cleveland Indians, man. We're the tribe. Yeah, like rural tribe. And yeah, yeah. I know. But like you know, like like yeah, just but I don't. But when I'm not Indian, so I can't I can't say anything, you know, because like. Like they they they'll feel they feel a lot different and I and I get it you know and it's yeah. totally understandable and you know with the Cleveland Indians and they did the right thing they talked to them what was the best solution and you know they figured it out that was great yeah I agree you don't know until you walk in somebody's shoes I get both sides of it I, yeah one hundred percent yeah both shoes you you think exactly what it is and yeah. you know we can say one thing all day if someone's like all right it's cool dude but like you don't know where we're coming from. <laughs> We grew up around the same time, you and I, and uh, I look back to that like 1995, the 97 Tribe oh, team, dude. Those yeah. were the freaking days, weren't they? We were we were like an all star team in itself. It was the best lineup 
I mean, that was like one of the best, maybe the best offensive lineup of all time. Yeah, I think, when, I think when, it was I had, uh, GVR has a shirt in '97. The lineup, I think, it was or '95. I had that shirt. It was crazy. Like it was like the guys on it. You're just like Jesus, like dude, like, dude. Oh you God. know, you know when Manny Ramirez, <laughs> it was amazing. When when Manny Ramirez is batting seventh, right? you've got a fucking team. <laughs> I mean, that lineup was insane. I think it was uh, it was Lofton, yeah, the Scout, I think Jim Tomey. Um, I think Lofton batted first. Vizquel second. Was Lofton still there? Who? Kenny Lofton. Yeah, yeah. I think Lofton batted first. Yeah, yeah. And then I think we had, uh, uh, you know, um, Carlos Bayerga. Yes, Bayerga. We had Vizquel. Didn't we have Vizquel? Yeah, Vizquel. We had had Albert Bell in the cleanup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus, we had him. We had Eddie. Sandy Elmar Jr. Sandy batted ninth. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, Eddie yeah, Murray was fifth. Tommy, Tommy was sixth after Eddie Murray at five. I mean, dude, oh, that Eddie team Murray, was I forgot about crazy. Eddie Murray. Oh my god, dude, that was. The, I'm telling you, it's like the yeah. best team of all time. There was no we. I, the fact that we did not win a World Series that year was crazy. Jose Mesa, I'll never forget that. Yeah, it's the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, I think that was that year. Yeah, it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, uh, sports, stick on sports. The the, your, the Browns, uh, tough loss, obviously the other night, nine and four. What, what's your uh, what's your prediction? Yeah. We, I was actually there. I actually went to the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Did they not, they didn't kick you guys out at ten o'clock for the curfew? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, he, um, <clears throat> yeah it was uh, it was hard. You know, it, it sucked that we lost, but at the same time, like like watching the game and like. They went out two touchdowns, and we missed that field goal, whatever, an extra point, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was crazy. And then, but then, like, usually the Browns back in the day, it's kind of they would fold in. That would be kind of it. Like they just, you know, sacked up and came right back out, and just <laughs> shoved it right back in their face, and you know, they, they came right back. I'm like, oh my god, like we're winning this game. Like, holy crap, this is amazing. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, they have an amazing kicker that can kick a 60 yard field goal in the freezing cold. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so they're nine and four game, though. Honestly, it was one of the best games I've ever seen live. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome that you were there. They're nine and four though. I mean, this is definitely the best season we've had in so many years. Uh, what's your prediction? Give a look into your crystal ball. How does how does it finish this year? Uh, I think we'll, I think we'll be at least two or three, if not three and three and zero. Oh, because I think we can beat the Jets and Giants. We should beat them. You know, I mean, the Giants are playing a lot better, but who knows? And you know, I mean, anything can happen. But I mean, in my feeling is that you know we would definitely be both New York teams and then uh, with Pittsburgh I feel like uh, the last game of the year they probably have a clinch to spot so they're not going to start anyway so we might just have a you know a lot of their starters are not going to be in so if they win 11 so let's say they go two out of the next three that means they're 11 and five yeah, they should be in the playoffs. They should be in the playoffs wild you think that they, if they win one wild card game dude I think the city would be crazy. Oh, I know it sucks too because like it's you know of course 2020 we're we're doing so good and we're gonna make it to playoffs and we can't really go to the game <laughs> and celebrate and go to Muni Lot or down West Six or anything like that we legit can't do anything. That's Cleveland, man. You know yeah, how it is. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. This is how it is for us. Yeah, no, but I like everything about what they're doing. I mean, you can see our conference is getting better. Yeah, it's getting stronger. We're beating good teams. Like we beat the Titans last week. I mean, that was amazing. Um. Of course, Fansky, he that guy is that guy's on a different level. His mind, I love his mentality, I love his mindset. 
Uh, you know, we, we just have a great team, and, and just you know, our defense. Uh, a couple guys are hurt. You no, know, we're getting better. I think once it all puzzles and get put back together, we'll be fine. Have you seen that series on YouTube called "Building the Browns"? I, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really good. It's done by like Channel Five, one of the lo- local news stations. It's yeah. actually really good, dude. You see them from the day Stefanski's hired, and they're still going. It's all. The, it's like a. It's like a hard knocks behind the scenes for the whole season. It's pretty neat. Oh, nice! I'll check enjoy, it out. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned earlier you've got new management, Vayner uh, Media. Talk about how that came about. Yeah, you know we um, we 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 part of ways with our, our past manager, and we were looking around, and you know I had a friend uh, that does video for me all the time. And, you know we always work together, and he's like, hey, you're looking at you know Gary V and that. You know like they're they're you know they're really really good. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know we'll see. Da 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 da. And then I was with management, so I didn't want to like, think of that way. You know, I don't want to be negative or right. anything like that. And so uh, I get to my past, my third fire at DC, and one of the, one of the coaches I know is actually um, uh, coach Chris uh, Chris Weidman was there, and he's like, "Hey, man, listen." And he's like, "I don't know how you're feeling about management, if you're looking for it or not, but you know, Gary V, you know, they his own management, and Chris is with them, and he loves them, and he thinks they're great." He's like, "So if you want, I give you the number." And, you know, let me know what you think. You know, let me know what you think. I'm like, yeah. And so, I think they actually contacted us. <laughs> yeah. It kind of, it kind of was crazy how it worked out. It might have been word of mouth. They might have said something. But yeah, we uh, within like a week or two, we had a, a Zoom call. And we, 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 of course, we shopped around too. You know, we definitely looked at different, you know, other agencies. But uh, they just kind of said that I like what they're about. I love what they had. You know, definitely. It's and the one thing they really helped me was like listen dude you know we're gonna help it beyond fighting not just with fighting you know once you retire once you retire you know we'll still be you know working with you to make money outside of fighting which yes. is which is awesome you know yes that's the most important because here you are i mean this is this is clearly getting closer to the end of your career at this point and uh and you got to think about dude i got a whole lifetime ahead of me what am i going to do post-career you've been fighting yeah. for so long obviously the fire stuff you're gonna it sounds like you're still involved but what other things? How do you make an impact? How do you how do you stay motivated and stimulated after this fighting thing's over? Yeah, I mean that's exactly what it is. And you know, hence like the podcast. You know, let's see what happens with that. You know, I think it I think it do well. You know, I think well, we have a good thing going. We'll, we'll start getting our niche. We'll figure it out. You know, that's all it is. It takes you know a little bit of time. You know, and then in Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes. <laughs> so you know, like we're doing well with that. You know, and we are. Um, getting listens we need to get listens you know people listening which is good you know we're not getting like a few you know we're getting a lot which is good yeah. so we just you know we're gonna keep hammering it and just keep plugging away and then you'll mention that get better but you know but like there's they'll have a lot of things outside of the box for me to do which is great and they'll come to the table and they go hey what do you think about this what do you think about that and, you know it's great they have so many different options and they're just very organized which is nice yeah that's that's great Let's uh, a little bit looking back into that crystal ball. I mean, it's been a crazy year. First off, throughout this 2020, we talked about the kids and, and how hard it's been with the daycare and all this other stuff. But uh, what has it done to you with the training? Well, you know, it was a little tougher in the beginning because they legit shut Ohio down for two months. You know, I don't think people really understood that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you couldn't really do anything. And they're like, well, we could train at home. I'm like, who the hell am I going to train with? Like, I mean, like, I'm not going to take a, a title fight with no one to train with. Like, that's the dumbest thing. I have no bags. I have nothing. And so my wife, she's a rock star. She's like, all right, we're going to do this, 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 and this. So we had to, like, 
Green Ranger basement, and we got Walmart from, of course, quarantine, everyone bought Walmarts because they're bored at home, so they wanted to build a gym at home. Right. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, we got we got lucky and got a company that sent Walmarts. My randomly, my one coach had old wrestling masks he didn't use anymore for like two years, so we got those, cut them up, put them on the ground, um, and then our company, Rev Gear, hooked me up with some bags, and we got really lucky. So we were training at home, and then we had the pool, so it was warm out by then, so we were in the pool, got a lot of pool workouts in, and then Right when we started that training, um, uh, the governor uplifted, like, you could still start training at the gyms again. Yes. And uh, we got lucky with that. So, yeah, I think, I mean, it was kind of nice because I worked half the time at home, half the time at the gym. And it was just nice because, like, I was at home more. And, I, like, I'm always at home. But I could spend time more with my daughter. I could put her to bed a lot more. You know, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was, uh, it was like uh, I got rejuvenated, if that makes sense. That's great. That's beautiful that you're able to uh, find the silver lining in that. I, I was listening to Ryan's. She posted something on uh, her story. I think it was yesterday. She goes, I forgot how strong my husband was, and then I hear him hitting bags downstairs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It's not like you had a sledgehammer down, down there with right you. Down the street, so it's like, I'm like, hey, do you want to come over? He's like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. So it's like... You know, I'm really lucky too with the coach that I have. He's, they have a really flexible schedule. Like, you know, yesterday he came over. I really, I was going to go train at night, but then I wanted to do the podcast and I had nothing coming up right now. I was trying to say, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the podcast. So, uh, uh, <clears throat> my coach uh, came over, you know, got a good, good, uh, pad work, bag work in. And then today, you know, uh, the rec center is open and we, it's legit right down the street for me. So I said, hey, in, like, is there a chance I could use the rec center? You know, I'll pay whatever, because I'm not a resident. And they're like, yeah, no problem. So, God, I've been using that. I did a good pool workout today. So, it's, been, you, it's been great, honestly. Good for you. Hey, uh, yeah. I, when I had Ryan on the podcast last time, I asked her, I said, what's your favorite moment of Stipe's career to this point? And I would have thought she was going to say when you won the belt, beat DC, what, you know. And uh, she said something that I didn't expect, but that made total sense. She said, my favorite moment was actually when he lost to JDS the first time. And she says he stood five rounds at that t- point in his career as he was still you know, fighting for the, that contender spot, that number one spot. And uh, she says that was the moment where Stipe realized his potential, even though he lost that super close fight. And I thought that was really beautiful in a lot of ways. So let me ask you the same thing. If you, if you do, if you've had a moment, is there one that stands out above all the rest? I mean, of course, all the title fights are great because, you know, you win. But, uh, but no, she wrote the JDS. I, I legit remember um, coming back to, uh, I was bummed out. I came back to my hotel, and I'm sitting there with uh, my coach, and, you know, and, uh, and I, you don't get too emotional, but I was so emotional as that fight because, like, I like I should have won that fight, and I didn't. And yeah. I was bawling my eyes out. I go, if we fight tomorrow, I'll beat him tomorrow. Like, I knew it, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, it's okay. He's like, just what we're here for him. But that's what gave me that confidence. It's, it's all it was. So that moment was just as powerful. I mean, that was a huge turning point for you as well. Or a, yeah, they bro- say a you growth learn a lot more from a loss than you do from a win. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, of my own personal, uh, seeing you come back against DC that second fight, and those those 15 body shots that I counted. Was that the fourth round? I think it was the fourth round. Yeah, fourth round. Uh, 13. But yeah, four, yeah, 13. 13, shots, yeah. 13 who's counting? Uh, yeah, it was insane, man. That was just such an incredible comeback. You yeah, were, thank you, you. Yeah, it was just, I, I, I was really funny like a, like a dummy. I just wasn't like, I don't know if it was ring rust or not, but I just wasn't doing anything I was supposed to do. Yeah. Sorry for yawning. And I uh, woke up early today. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, I just wasn't getting started and my feet weren't moving. I was like, what is my problem? And then I, you know, the second round came and I started feeling better. Third round, I felt a lot better. By the fourth round, I felt great. And actually, my wife and my coach, they both, when I got up in that fourth round, I started hopping around. They, they both were <laughs> calm. They're like, yeah, he's got it now. Like, yeah. he, they knew I was going to win. <laughs> yeah, you just saw, you could see it, dude. You could see it from watch, even from watching afar. You were able to see a difference. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the best moments had to also be my my brother has always for, has been forever grateful you got him tickets to when you fought here in uh, in Cleveland. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no uh, yeah, it was super cool. He said it was just one of the coolest things he's ever seen. What what was that like fighting in front of the the entire hometown? Like I love it. I love being in hometown. It was great, but like it was really emotional and like. I mean, I felt like I was, everyone felt like I, they, they, they deserved a ticket for me. <laughs> I guess yeah. like I was taking my ass from my dude. Like, I like it for it, dude. Like, you, you, gotta, <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta put your big boy pants on. You gotta buy your own ticket. Like, if I can do it, I would, but it's a little bit different. And yeah. so, but yeah, but it was it was awesome. And then coming out of that fight, the first, like, two two minutes before I got put down my butt, <laughs> I was I was actually really, like, like emotional. Like, it was crazy. Like, I couldn't catch my breath. Like, I was like, what's my problem? I was just so jacked up because the, the atmosphere. And it was all, you know, they were screaming my name. And I, just, I was never used to that and so uh yeah it took me a little bit but then i think when you put me put me in my butt i was okay yeah. i woke up and i was like, yeah we're good now sometimes you just need that little wake up huh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think my, I think my wife wants to do it to me every day <laughs> yeah so, speaking uh, of your speaking I'm of your snoot, wake up <laughs> speaking of your wife i mean you you obviously you know you talk about her a lot even in the media and stuff and, and you guys seem to have a a great relationship uh, talk about how important it is, though, for people that don't know, to have have a significant other that's supportive of this lifestyle. Oh, she's she's honestly she's a champ. She's a champ. She uh, she does uh, she does so much for me, especially during camp. It's crazy. She'll uh, you know, cooking. She'll she have all meals ready. She make sure have my shakes ready. She make sure this is taken care of. Making sure that's that's taken care of. Like she just makes sure that everything's on point, you know. And she doesn't make me have to do things I usually have to do, like, like help around the house. Like I help around the house, but a lot of it gets back. She takes over it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she does a lot more of it than I usually do. You know, I still cut the grass and you know I do all the really manual man stuff I guess right. but uh, but like you know helping her clean the house she does it a little bit more and you know like when I'm when I'm not training I help but like she's just she's just saying no I got it don't worry about it no I got it don't worry about it like she just doesn't question it she just doesn't she's like go take your nap go do what you gotta do I got you you know like you know of course I'm with my child I, I help with the child that's that's the main thing yeah <laughs> and then like a deadbeat dad or anything like that like, I'm with my <laughs> child we are it's, and it's great too because my child our child is um that time schedule is the same as mine, so it works out perfect. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's probably one of the most underrated aspects of of this lifestyle that you guys have. If you have a significant other or a wife, uh, they have to be a they have to be a, a real good team partner behind the scenes. I mean, it's got to be stressful enough as it is, and hard enough as you're preparing for a fight. And then you've got like some wife who's kind of you know bitching, complaining, you know moping around, making your life more hard. That's got to be brutal for yeah. some of these guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean of course, not every, not every day is perfect. You know, every moments, but like yeah. honestly, it's just, it is it's a, it's a relationship between you and your heart is. But like, yeah. I mean, it's pretty 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 easy, honestly. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Hey, uh, before we finish up, 2021's coming. We we think we're getting back to some normalcy. Um, I know that you have nothing scheduled. What what I mean, are you able to talk about anything that where you think this next fight's going? No, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some talks here real soon, and so hopefully find out something in the next uh, few weeks. So we'll see what happens. You know, I just wait on them. 
know yeah. everyone thinks it's about me now I fight I'm like okay yeah I have nothing to do with that but okay I'm not a matchmaker do but you... it is what it is um, but yeah so we are we have negotiations here I talk to him see what it's all about and we'll figure it out do you Hopefully have a find out, find out something here in the next few weeks do you have a time frame for how much longer you want to go or how many more fights or are you just taking it one at a time yeah no I mean as long as I'm, as long as I'm having fun and I, I mean I feel great I mean yeah. I'll keep going, you know. That's uh, But, you know, I mean, I'm not having fun. I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Well, by then, the podcast will be in the top ten. So. Boom, be that's all it matters. It'll be good. Hey, brother, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate the insight. Uh, best of luck. Happy holidays to you guys. Best of luck. We'll stay in touch. Hey, you as well. Thank you so much for having me, buddy. Thanks, Deepa.